Peter is speaking about the day of the Lord. If you do a word study on that and you uh, go to your concordance, I hope you got a Bible program to do it for you. Makes it a lot easier. Uh, but you find it when you look and, and look at the day of the Lord, whether it be in the Old or New Testament, it is not a good day for unbelievers. It's an awful day. But for believers, it's a great day. So the Bible teaches there's going to come a time when there will be a renovation of the earth. Some would say, uh, among good theologians, uh, this old earth will be burn up and reformed in one sense. Uh, some would say it will be completely destroyed and replaced. But either way, Peter says there's something going to change. There is going to be a change in the earth the way we know it. That wasn't anything new. It wasn't new for Peter. In fact, Isaiah, 700 years before Christ, wrote this. Behold, God says, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come to mind. So Isaiah prophesied of a day. When there would be a new heaven and a new earth. Revelation 21, the first two verses. John says this. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Isaiah said there's a new heaven and a new earth coming. John says that as he watched there, he saw a new heaven and he saw a new earth along with a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven from God. Now, do I understand all that? No. But here's what I know. What Peter wrote about, what Isaiah prophesied about, what John saw, It happens because it is a definite act of God's creative power. God is in charge. God will call into being a new heaven and a new earth just the way he did when he created the first heaven and the first earth. By the word of God. And by the way, God designed it in the beginning to display his theocratic rule to the whole universe. And we know what happened in the fall and how man rebelled against God and has been so, so many years doing that. But how many know what happened in the garden in Genesis chapter 3 did not catch God off guard? He was not surprised by what Adam and Eve did in chapter 3 of Genesis. Please understand, God has always had a program and God's program is moving swiftly to that day when there will be a new heaven and there will be a new earth. And this new heaven and new earth will finally declare the glory of God, the sovereign rule of the almighty God for the rest of eternity. God is going to reign. Now, by the way, This new heaven and new earth is exclusive only to those who are made holy by the blood of Jesus Christ.
Only those who are born again wash in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. There'll be a new heaven. There'll be a new earth. And that will be what we know as our eternal state. Forever and ever and ever. Revelation 22, 5. John says, there shall be no night there. They need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. For eternity. My friend, that's eternity. Reigning forever and ever. And one thing the Bible tells us, there is no night there because it will be a totally different realm. The restriction we have now upon us in our world, they will not be upon us then. And the Bible teaches that our ultimate hope as believers is in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. Because of Jesus Christ, we have the sure hope of heaven. Look what Peter says again, chapter 3, verse 13. He says, Nevertheless, according to his promise, can God lie? No, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. Amen. There's an awful day coming when the elements will melt with a fervent heat. And this earth we know, the heaven, the stellar heaven we know now, is going to be an Renovated. But Peter said it doesn't matter. Because God has something planned for us. For those who belong to Jesus Christ. And that's a new heaven and a new earth. And by the way, there won't be any sin there. Only righteousness. So when I think about that tonight, the question that comes to my mind Do we know that this is going to happen? Do we know it's going to happen to all of us? Are we looking forward to that day? Are we living our lives, as Peter encouraged us, in light of this truth? Folks, we're going to spend eternity with God. And I want to tell you again, this world is not our home. We are just passing through. And Peter says very clearly, the fact that God is going to give us a new heaven and a new earth, where only righteous going to dwell, Peter says this is our highest and often hope, a new heaven and a new earth with God for eternity. How many are going tonight? Amen. Let's all stand together.
How many know Paul said, redeem the time for the days are evil? I went five minutes over this morning, five minutes early tonight, I redeemed the time. But here's what I want you to know tonight. Church, let's be thankful for God, for Christ. Let's have that assurance of salvation. To know, to know, to know that we are children of God. God gave the invitation through Christ Jesus that whosoever would could come and have eternal life. Give God glory tonight, folks. We have that eternal life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight for your goodness and for the hope of a new heaven and a new earth. I pray tonight, Lord, that you would draw us each one nearer to you. And God, help us live our lives in light of this promise of a place where only righteousness is going to dwell. I pray for those that may be listening online today or without Christ, our family men without Christ, Lord. I pray that some way and somehow they would open their eyes. They would allow the Spirit of God to speak to their hearts and bring them to you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.